I was assisted all the way by Jack Wood. <laughs> I just want to phone up and say, can I speak to Mr. Jack Wood, please? He's got great reviews. He's got great reviews. And with a name like Jack Wood. Woohoo. Knock, knock. Ni- I hope he sounds nice. Yeah, I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> Jack's wood. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We should say thank you to all those people out there who have listened to our podcast yes. over the last few days because we yes. only put it out about two or three days ago, didn't we? We did. And um, loads of people, thank you very much. Probably mostly friends and family. Yeah. But that's cool because hopefully they'll share it. So thank you for all you guys and thank you for um, comments and reviews. And it's really cool. We'll take all of it on board. Really, really positive feedback for our first episode, which is great. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you you very much. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I mean, like I said, it took us a good month to get everything done. It did. Just get that first one out. And I really wanted to get that first one out. So I'm happy. And you were desperate to get the first one out because of this one. Because of this episode. This one you felt had to be released at the right time for it to still be topical and relevant. Yes. To society in general. Yeah. This episode, we are talking about Eurovision. Woo! <laughs> because we are Eurovision fans. I we mean, are. I know you think I'm this mega uber Eurovision fan, but compared to some of the people that watch it who are actually like religious about it, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I have a Eurovision party every year. Yeah. Um, as we've established. My what well, a friend of mine hosts it really at hers with her parents. Um last year we were in Amsterdam, which was really good fun. Um but this year we decided to do it at home, obviously. You stayed at home. Stayed at home. Um in the just off London vicinity. Exactly. Uh, yeah. now I was meant to come to yours. Yes, because, because I also have a party each year. Mm-hmm. Um but my party basically we have um, the Eurovision put on and we put the subtitles on because we can't really hear it very well and that's because everyone's chatting and everyone's getting really quite drunk because we have drinking games revolving around uh, things that happen so everyone gets allocated a country so I generally only have about 16 to 18 people all together so that we get um, two countries each and then um, we have these drinking games so I make up loads of shots in advance of things like um, Angel Delight Baileys and vodka jellies sometimes I'll do vodka skittles and then we have a set of rules and those rules change throughout the evening but generally so if you get allocated country um, what there are certain things that happen within that country's performance that you then have to take a shot of. And sometimes somebody might just need to take one shot, but then another country you might have like five or six. And it'll be things like flashing lights or they speak, um, singing in their native language. You'll be surprised how few speak in their native language, um, sing, I should say, in their native yeah. language. It, was, it um, wasn't a lot. No. no. And also, and that's actually 
slightly something that annoys me and I don't know whether or not to say it now when it's relevant or say it later on so I'm just going to say it now oh go on then okay Michael Rice who was our (laughs) contestant he actually his performance was really good I thought Um, and horrendously disappointed for him Mm. to have got you know come bottom but and then it kind of annoyed me that Everyone speaks in English. The whole thing is televised in English. Mm. Almost everyone sings in English, but they don't bloody vote for us. Yeah. I, I feel like they've stolen our language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like, hate us. Yeah, it's like they've stolen our language and then don't give us and any that's points. It. And yeah, give just, us that. I, I do love Europe. I do want to say that <laughs> before everyone thinks I hate Europe. She doesn't. I do love Europe. And which, we all dressed up this year, which we've not done yeah. before. Is that for per country? So your allocated countries. Your allocated countries when you come here. Yeah. And that's just something that I do on a board. But we didn't. Mm. I didn't allocate people countries to dress up. I just said just dress up in a Eurovision country. Mm. We had some Greek goddesses, of which I obviously was one. And we had a um, St. George Knight and we had a Foster Can. It was, it was good. Everyone made a real effort. So thank you to my friends who came along to the party and made an effort in their outfits. It was really cool. Because we, we, we actually watch it. Yeah, I mean, you like watch you say, it. You See, don't we don't really watch it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. We have someone who's kind of like making sure that people are doing their drinks throughout yeah, the evening, we... but not properly sit down and watch it. Yeah, we, we watch it from the moment Graham Norton comes on. To the to the end point of where the voting is, it's uh, it's eyes on TV. Do you not think that he sounded a little bit fed up by the end? The thing is, I couldn't hear him. I wasn't really paying attention oh, right. to Graham I mean, we were just like I said, watching each country, and because I kind of get into it from maybe like February, I'm the one that's commentating to the parties. Oh right, <laughs> so okay. I'm so you're one. like speaking over yeah, exactly. Graham. Because we can't really hear him anyway. And to be fair, I didn't even know they had subtitles. So you told yeah, me. Yeah, we have the subtitles on, yeah. <laughs> but I did think that he sounded a little bit fed up towards the end. Almost like he was just fed up with the fact is that, you know, England, well, sorry, the UK, don't really get the um, votes that they actually deserve. I think it would be quite interesting one year for them to have someone like Ed Sheeran or Adele represent us. And see, really see whether or not the public vote pushes us massively up. But this is what's really irritating. A lot of people say, why don't we get a Jiren or Adele? Which is fine. But none of the other countries in Europe get their biggest stars. I mean, okay, some, some of them, them get their, some of them get get their domestic local stars. But not all, like Ed Sheeran and Adele have bigger fish to fry. I mean, they're global. Oh, absolutely. So why it don't we just, just get they... like a country that's our domestic artist, like Jessie J or Mika, even Steps to do it. I mean, they're big in this country. So why don't we just get them to do it? Why get, uh, I mean, Michael's brilliant and his performance was great. And I agree, he did not deserve to get last place. But he was, uh, I mean, he did one program which no one really watched. And then he didn't even win the X Factor. So it's not oh, like he, he had X, a... 
X Factor. Yeah, he did an audition. So it's not like he okay. had a big following in the UK. Why can't the BBC just find someone who's actually big enough to make an impact? Or but do get you people think, to actually like it? Do you think that would be somewhat... That would make a difference to how the voting went? Because it's the public yeah. vote that really changed it at the end. The we can't vote for our own country. So therefore, if it's still someone that, you know, the rest of Europe may not have heard of, <laughs> then perhaps, um, you know, it wouldn't make any difference to the, the voting. Yeah, it, 100% it would, because it would be more of an effort. And I reckon there would be more uh, media attention. You think? Uh, I yeah. think it would be really funny if Ed Sheeran said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it. I've got enough money. It doesn't matter if it completely bombs and it's horrendous. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a laugh. I'm going to get some friends together. We're going to go out there and we're just going to get drunk and I'm going to perform and <laughs> have some fun. <laughs> Interestingly, when I, uh, the person that we're watching it with, she had mentioned, because she doesn't really watch it, and she had just said, um, oh, I like the Netherlands song, but it's not very Eurovision. And I said, oh, what do you mean? She said, oh, I expect it to be all just like sort of cheesy and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's where a lot of fans find it irritating. People who tend to watch it in this country think that it's a really cheesy yeah. thing. When, when actually most of Europe... Don't. They take it quite seriously, don't they? Take they take it very seriously. And isn't yeah. it... Isn't and then it... when people are complaining, saying, well, we don't get any votes or we're coming last, that's the that's the reason why yeah. we don't take it seriously and the rest of them do. Do you... Right, now, I can't remember if I'm being completely accurate here, but uh-huh. something like 200 million people watch it, don't they? Yeah. Now, did I read somewhere that the Eurovision is actually the most watched competition in the world so is it like more watched than things like the super bowl or the football world cup and things like in the olympics or is it just the most popular singing contest i can't think of any other singing contests i think it's the most popular non-sporting event right that's okay. televised yeah yeah uh, so think- for us to not take it seriously it's probably a bit sad but didn't we discuss this before didn't we is that we thought that that possibly came down to the way in which terry wogan used mm. to compare it. Now, I love Terry. He's a, he was an absolute hero of mine. And I miss him terribly. <laughs> he was like my second dad. Oh, really? I didn't know him, but he was yeah, like yeah. my second dad. He was my TV dad. Him nice. and John Nettles. <laughs> I don't know who John Nettles is. He's Bergerac and Midsummer Murders. I've never seen it. Uh, I think I'll proper <laughs> cry when he dies. But some people say that he was the reason that UK didn't take it seriously. Because he would always comment on the block voting and the cheesiness of it. And I think he kind of gave up slightly. I think when it got to around like 2000, the early 2000s, he just started getting a little bit too bored with it. How long has Graham Norton been doing it? Uh, So Graham Norton started in 2009. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. His um, television style and personality is to be slightly sarcastic. With everything yeah. he did, it was that kind of um, slight silliness about it. So maybe he was the wrong person to have taken it over in the first place. Who, Terry or...? Terry, oh. yeah. Not Graham, because obviously oh, Terry... Who did it before Terry? Terry just gonna... follows on from... Sorry, Graham just follows on from Terry, because his, I think his um, TV personality style is very similar. Mm. You know, he doesn't take any of it too seriously, and he enjoys a little bit of a joke and a little bit of a drink with his guests and he tries to make it kind of more of a fun evening yeah that you're having a conversation with your mates (laughs) 
We went to the one show last week, <laughs> didn't we? Now, the one show invited... Well, I say invited us. That makes it sound like we're really special. Yeah, we did it. We, we were asked um, to go... No, you emailed no, them, yeah. didn't you? I, Sorry, I don't yeah. want to make it look like they invited us because they knew who we were or we were just like I, popular. I got... No, no, I was on Facebook. I think I was at lunch. And on Facebook, it came up because we had gone to the London party uh, in April. Was it April? No. Yes. Anyway. Uh, which, shall I talk about the London party? I might yes, talk in. about your party because it was really it. funny. Just yeah, just stick it in now. <laughs> Pause. It's going in. <laughs> and this year I was able to go to the party in London. Yeah. They do a party every year. Cafe de Paris. Go next year if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you manage to get yourself into the VIP section? Oh, God. Are we going to mention that? Well, I definitely. Don't know if anyone knows you managed about to that. blag yourself in. <laughs> so we managed to get tickets to go um but i didn't realize what sort of party it was i thought they just you know do the music and then they will bugger off but actually the artists who are all going will party with you and they're there and they'll do an after party they even do a pre-party so you got to meet some of the artists we got we got to meet all of them um did you get to meet the one who is doing the british song yes we did uk song we did i actually got stuck in a lift with him Oh, well, I say stuck what, did in the, the lift. lift. Get stuck. <laughs> oh. I say stuck in a lift. You were in a lift. Yeah. Well, randomly, we got taken to the hotel. <gasps> yeah. Afterwards, um, where where they yeah. were all staying? Where they were all staying? Because there was like um, what there was like press and everything. Yeah. Uh, and because the after party, I think it finished at around three. The managers said, "Oh, well, we've got loads of drinks left. Come over." to our hotel and we'll have a party and we thought rock and roll why not is this every eurovision entry person is no, stays in the same no, no, hotel no, no. no. Or this, I, so which country was it that invited you back i, ca- I can't even remember <laughs> um, did they have an accent yes okay so it wasn't the U- well i suppose it depends where in the uk came from <laughs> like, <laughs> do we have to? I, um... you went back to the hotel <laughs> okay yeah, we went back to the hotel. This is, is going to be the most anticlimactic story because it is. It is. <laughs> so we you, just, you just you went, <laughs> you went back. back to the hotel. You yeah. had drinks, and you what did you stay till three a.m.? No, it's three a.m. now. Oh, it's three a.m. now. Oh my god, mm. you're still out. I am so old. Did they have a chair? I mean, I can't go anywhere unless you can sit down nowadays. We're in the hotel. I go up. This guy invites us You up. go up this guy. <laughs> <laughs> we go up to, like, the Sky Lounge. Grammar. Yes. And, um, yeah, long story short. Yeah, God. They, they got cold feet Ooh. and told us to bugger off. <laughs> <laughs> But now the reason... So you got up into the hotel. Yeah. So you were in the lift with mm-hmm. Michael. No. No. So now this... Oh, no, with the foreign person who you don't yeah. know where they came from. Yeah. The other so entry. So on, on the way back down from the Sky Lounge, 
He yeah. just goes, oh, look at look at London, isn't it beautiful? I was like, well, yeah, but when's the party starting? And then we go we go down and in the lift, and Michael gets into the lift with. This is the, when you're going down. This is when I'm going down. Exactly. Michael gets in the lift, and I don't know, you know, whether he was drinking a lot. I have no idea. But um, that's He's the end of that story. He's a professional. He won't be. Oh, so that's it. <laughs> it's literally you left the party, and at the time you left the party, was Michael leaving the party at the same time? Yeah, I think he was just going back into his room. Oh, right. Okay, so you weren't mm. actually going down. You were going up. No, I was going, you were going down, down to get out had of the he, hotel. Had he left the party? Yeah, because the party was in a, in a bar. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. Not in the hotel. Oh, right. Oh, I'm confused. Yeah. But he was lovely. He was a really nice guy. Um, they all were, really. So, but will you yeah. be going to the party again next year? Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. I'm uh, going to make it a thing. My friends and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Actually, that brings me to a thought of an interesting link. Well, certainly within my head. The other reason that we thought a podcast would actually be quite good, because we thought it would encourage us to do things that we mm-hmm. hadn't done before. Yeah. And go out and try new things so that we could tell you about it um, and have a laugh about it and hopefully be entertaining about it. Yeah. Um, so next year, when you go off to your Eurovision party again, maybe I should come too. <gasps> yes. <laughs> and you would love it, honestly. I've just invited myself. As long as there's a chair that I can sit down <laughs> yeah. in and be miserable in a corner and pretend to drink mojitos, I'll be fine. Yeah, so I got a uh, little Facebook message saying, well, people who went to the London Eurovision party um, come over to the one show because they're doing a Eurovision special. It's a singing, all dancing spectacular. I mean, it was a proper Eurovision special. If you guys (laughs) missed it, woo! They said, oh, you can dress up and you can do, get, get all your paraphernalia and everything. Yeah, but then we got an email that said, you can dress up, but don't dress up too much because you won't be allowed in. Oh, so yes, we then yeah. decided, okay, well, maybe we shouldn't dress up because, you know, turning up in our, you know, waving flags and Union Jacks and all kinds of things, we thought, well, maybe they wouldn't be happy about that. So we just didn't dress up at all. We didn't, no. We got there and there was this huge queue, wasn't there? So of like several queue. hundred people mm-hmm. and we were looking at it and going, No, you know what, I've never seen that many people on the one show before and these they people look. don't look like they're Eurovision no. fans. <laughs> they were all going to a Radio Four broadcast, weren't yeah, they? So- Cheryl and I sort of walk all the way down and then we get to the back and this lovely young uh, young guy, old chap, is like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm not the last one on this line. And I thought, oh, John, you can't be going to bloody Eurovision. So Cheryl decided that she she would Yeah, because ask, what is it because, about people, you know, men particularly, yeah. who don't actually ask questions? Oh, I, just, I couldn't bring it. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to ask. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's not like I was ashamed to be there. <laughs> I just, I, there's something about asking people, are you here for this? That makes me a bit nervous. Anyway, so we do decide to go and ask, and someone points out that it's actually the next line that's for the one show. And then we go, and there's one guy standing there, and then we thought, that's it. Rodney. That's def- 
Rodney, shout out to Rodney. He was so cool. <laughs> he was proper cool. We get in, do all the, the security, security checks. stuff. Get sent in to the one show. Oh, actually, one thing that they had said was, uh, oh, make sure you don't jump or run towards the presenters as if it's something we're going to be doing. Well, the sofas are positioned so that you, I think, would have to hurdle the posi- the sofas to then be able to get to the presenters. The lovely Matt Baker. Was... <laughs> I love... <laughs> The lovely <laughs> Matt Baker. <laughs> He's much shorter in person. He's tiny. <laughs> yep. No one was dressed up in Eurovision gear. No, we're no not actually even sure that all the other people were Eurovision. They did but not sh- look Eurovision. They were explaining to me that there are different levels of Eurovision fans. So from my point of view, that actually would be a hardcore fan. And he yes. was like, no, 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 no. They like going, they enjoy watching it, they have some fun and everything. He said, but they're not the sort of people who know exactly who is singing, who sung 20 years ago, what score they got. And I was like, there really are people who know that. Mm. He was like, yeah, like proper diehard fans who know everything about every Eurovision. Yeah, because I call them the Eurovision of 365ers because yeah. they don't, it's not like a, a fandom for them. It's like a lifestyle that they live. Really? Yeah, because it's like as soon as this Eurovision finishes, they will be writing articles. They'll be um, predicting uh, dates when it's going to be. They're going to be predicting cities. They're going to be... I mean, it's like... Well, it's in the Netherlands, isn't it? So <clears throat> you would imagine that it's probably going to be... Oh, I'm going to say Amsterdam. Well, that's the thing. Most likely it'll be in Amsterdam. It's, that's not always the case. No. I mean, for example, when Sweden did it, it yeah. was hosted in um, Malmo. A lot of people oh, thought right, it would be yeah. in Stockholm. When yeah. Germany hosted it, it was in Dusseldorf. A lot of people thought it might be Berlin. Okay. So it might not be Amsterdam. Um, okay, obviously, I'm Rotterdam would to... be the next yeah, yeah, next yeah. big one. Or The Hague would be, I imagine, the third. Yeah. Um, Yes. That's so clever of you because I was desperately trying to think of other cities in um, the Netherlands. Yeah. Couldn't think of one. <laughs> Just Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. But a friend of mine who lived there for her university days, she did six months there. She said it doesn't matter really where you are every because it's so small. You can just yeah. drive to the next city and you're just fine. Yeah, I did go travelling when I was in my late teens mm. and um, the Netherlands was one of the places that we did go to. And from my memory is that the uh, all the um, kind of trains and public transport were very good. So I would imagine there's lots of lovely services yeah, that can it, take you do. from one city to another yeah. and quite trams. easily. Mm-hmm. Or you could bicycle because it's very flat out there. As in boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in flat. It's there's... so flat out there. <laughs> You're not going to get any lively, liveliness out of it. <laughs> There's no hills, <laughs> so that's why that's why they all cycle everywhere because it's nice oh, and easy. Yeah. That might not be true. I apologise to all you wonderful I'm, Dutch people out there. I'm gonna take it if I'm giving you know. a generalisation. <laughs> Speaking of the uh, Netherlands winning, yeah, which I was very happy about. Okay, um, I actually have a reaction of my friends when the Netherlands won. Either the Netherlands or Sweden. 
Israeli um, uh, presenters said, you know, Sweden just need 200 and how many was it? 53. 253 um, votes to win. And they must have said that about five or six times. And it was it was building it up, but it wasn't building attention up. It was just, it was kind of like, it was kind of like they, the votes weren't in properly and they were just trying to cover some time, but they didn't really know how to cover the time. Yeah. So they were just saying that several times. And they kept obviously panning to the, the guy from Sweden. And it was obviously building up his huge expectations and excitement that it could be that close to the, to the point where, you know, you thought that it could be really close and he might yeah. do it. And then they say the 93 votes. And it's just like... What? But I feel like it was all across the board when they were doing the votes that it was obviously being fed to them, like you said, like live, live, or yeah, but one after another. It's not like they had a whole list. Well, that's in case that they cock it up, isn't yeah. it? At some point, it just looked a bit shoddy, and it, it was. Wasn't. But again, it was. it's live TV, and I guess you have to improvise in those moments. But yeah, I don't actually know. I'm not going to do it now. But I don't know how long that wait was. It did feel like it must have been about a minute. Of them yeah. just stalling. It but did. Sure. And they, they weren't stalling particularly <laughs> professionally either. No. Not that I'm saying I could have done any better yeah, knowing on, 200 million people <laughs> were watching me. But um, there we go. The other thing that we should discuss from Eurovision is Madonna. M- Madge. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, I don't have an opinion. The legend that is Madonna. I don't have an opinion on Madonna. So I'm not a massive fan. I like one of her songs. Um, actually, maybe two. And that's it. Yeah. Really. I'm not, I don't have much of an opinion. Do we think that my age makes me more of a someone who is able to say how they feel about Madonna? Seeing 100%. as I obviously lived through the 80s with exactly. Madonna. Yeah. And wore rara skirts and yeah. strange little lacy things around my arms and in yeah. my hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just having a memory moment right now. 
Nostalgia. So yeah, I feel like you know what? There's been loads of backlash, hasn't there? How awful she was. Yeah, she what wasn't great. I have to say is that whenever I see Madonna perform, she never does sound great. Mm. I've actually seen her live a couple of times, and I can't say that she actually sounded pitch perfect and amazing. But her shows were always great. Really? And she did, you know, she performed. Mm. She had a strange little eye patch on and she had those odd dancers. And I can't really remember now. I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember what she was doing. She was on steps, wasn't she? She was on, she was on steps for the first one. Two, uh, the monks on either side. And then she came down and she did, did a really weird rendition of Like a Prayer. Yep. Because when we were singing along to it, we didn't quite feel it was the one It wasn't hoped. the one that you wanted to. No. But that's okay. But yeah, she was probably trying to put like maybe a little bit of a modern feel on it. Because it's such an 80s song. It really is. I mean, it's great. I do love it. But isn't that why it. we love it? Because it's yeah, got that 80s Yeah, I suppose work. so, maybe. Maybe. But she just took it down a notch. But even singing Like a Prayer in Israel is a bit of a weird choice anyway. Well, I think... But she's always been controversial, hasn't she? She's never been mm. afraid to actually... And I think that's one of the things that's probably made her as popular as she is, is that she's mm. always been a little bit on the edge of yeah. um, controversial content. Yeah, because interestingly, yeah. what I had... Well, when the news came on after, I think it was the next day, um, they had said that the Palestinian flag behind the two dancers' back wasn't actually rehearsed. No, it wasn't, wasn't it? No. But then, did do that last minute. Also, did you see the Icelanders had some Palestinian kind of scarves as well yes, that they, they flashed at a moment yeah. when the cameras panned to them during the scoring? That's very true. And yeah. if you listen closely, you can hear a few boos after yeah. that. The EBU says that it's not a political you know competition or tv show whatever event but it is it so is i mean everything about it's political when you get countries together like that and they're voting for each and other they're voting yeah exactly but were they all kind of um soviet at one point part of the soviet um kind of provinces and areas yeah within russia and then they all broke off into smaller countries yeah and obviously, also, um, when I was younger, the it was called Yugoslavia, mm -hmm. another area, which is now Bosnia, Croatia, Herzegovina, and those kind of areas as well, is that yes. they would all vote for each other in some kind of solidarity-type way. Mm. I'm actually surprised I managed to say the word solidarity, because I can't now say it. <laughs> you quite didn't say it, though. <laughs> Right, I think that's all we've got time for today. Okay, yep. Yeah, Once we've... again, thank you for listening, if you have listened. Thank you. And please, please do um, make some comments, review us. And um, yeah, and you can email us as well um, on the website, which is justsoftlondon.com to let us know what you think. And if there's any kind of content that you think that we should include or talk about or have some fun with, It'd be great to hear from you. So. We are open to any suggestions because, yeah. We have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're just winging it and that's the best yeah. thing. So, thank you very much. Right. You guys take care and speak to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Darlings. <laughs> <laughs>